Welcome back to our weekly podcast. I'm your host, Margaret Pendo, and I have the honor of introducing you to Taolo Modisi. She attended Franklin from 1999 to 2001, studying international finance, and now currently works as an independent consultant for the United Nations Economic Commission for Africa, as well as CEO for Alpha Rain, which is an advisory and capital market firm within the SADC region. Taolo is an extremely motivated and inspiring woman who has a very interesting life story to share. I'm so excited to hear part of it firsthand, but also to share it with all of you. It's truly a pleasure and welcome to the podcast. (laughs) Thank you. I'm so excited to be here and to be speaking with you and to also share my story and my journey as well. Franklin, an amazing university. I have um, amazing stories, especially with the academic travels there. So I look forward to uh, sharing my journey after that with you. Awesome. Well, let's get into it. So just right off the bat, what was your original main draw to Franklin when you first applied and accepted? Well, when I first applied and accepted, I was actually at the master's uh, school in in New York. And uh, one of the uh, uh, teachers recommended Franklin University to me. So I applied, yes, Um, without her recommending it, then I wouldn't have. Her name was Susan Hendricks. And um, I appreciate her for recommending the university to me because it exposed me not only to Europe, but also to uh, traveling throughout Europe and, 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 and meeting other international people who were ambitious within their goals and international people who came from extraordinary backgrounds as well. Yeah, no, definitely. Well, you mentioned academic travel before. Do you have a favorite academic travel that off the top of your head? Well, I actually quite enjoyed the Greece travel because it took us through a lot of the history and Greece has a lot of history that many other countries haven't uncovered yet. So it was hundreds and hundreds of years of history, learning from how um, the cities grew to the towns grew in all of that. So, So that excited me in learning how economies can, can grow uh, through many journeys and many years, that it takes many years and many journeys to get to uh, a certain stage within an economy. So, so, so that was exciting. I also traveled to um, Poland. Mm. I visited uh, Auschwitz um, uh, in Poland. Uh, where the Jewish were held in a concentration camp. And that taught me a lot about also the Jewish history as well um, and and what happened there. 
I visited Germany and other countries. So I think, um, you know what Franklin does combining history and travel uh, really teaches you a lot more than just reading through a history book uh, and trying to get through that history book. You see it for yourself, yeah. which, is, which, is, which is good. I also had friends who traveled into Africa. I didn't need to travel into Africa because I knew Africa. But at least they could travel into Africa and learn, you know, the history and heritage of what happened there and could come back uh, with a different perspective from what they see on television or what they see through media. So which is, which is, which is an extremely good thing that other universities don't necessarily do. Yeah, it definitely makes the education kind of come to life and, and makes yeah. it connected to what you're learning for sure. So yeah. it, you only spent one year at Franklin. Um, what made you transition your university career somewhere else? And how was that transition, you know, leaving Franklin behind and going somewhere new? Uh, well, the, well, that transition was a transition of life. You know, I think Franklin was a good experience. Um, perhaps I would have preferred to stay, but, you know, it's a transition of life. And I went back to the U.S. Um, but um, I really enjoyed my Franklin College experience. Oh, God. So after... Um university you had a first job as an associate investment banker as a you know as an associate investment banker with the standard bank group and what would you say like helped you get into that position like what was your kind of token piece in your interviews or in searching for that job you know what brought you there would you say well my tenacity in developing uh, Africa I always wanted to go back to Africa and do good things. You know, Africa is already developed in many ways, but every country can have more in terms of development. So it was my passion in doing that. And I was fortunate to get a role uh, as an associate in debt capital markets at an early stage when a lot hadn't been done in capital markets and investment banking overall. So during that period, as an associate, I brought numerous first to market transactions, including when I became a manager and as a head, I brought numerous first to market transactions. So it was a very good experience for me because it was uh, not only developing capital markets in different countries, but because I am African as well, it was changing the landscape in investing into uh, Africa overall um, and, and, and providing a new product in, 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 into the market outside of just regular banking. Yeah, but in the capital market space as well. That's really, really interesting. And 
So beginning there, what would you, you know, how could you explain your professional journey and how it evolved and how you found your niche? Some you could say, you know. Well, um, I think it came from a passion, um, you know, because, you know, whatever you do in life, you have to have a rigor and passion for it to take you through uh, the next stage and the further stage of getting to where you can be. Um, so uh, right now I'm the founder of Alpha Rain. We do a lot of advisory and capital markets work. Right now we are raising a fund, uh, which will also focus on funding mezzanine companies in the SADC region. But that reigned from my experience within the capital markets as well and seeing where the need was. So seeing that gap, I, I not only founded Alpha Rain, but we're now raising a fund to capture that gap in the market as well, which will fund mezzanine uh, 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 or mid-sized uh, companies in the SADC region with mezzanine finance debt. And it'll be an unlisted credit fund to fund uh, those institutions. So it will be gro growth capital for SADC uh, companies to continue growing within their region and outside their region, and also for international companies who want to establish a base in the SADC region and expand into Africa as well. So uh, really it was just a, a, a learning experience going through that stage. It came from a passion and that passion grew and, and now I'm here. Um, over and above that, um, I'm also the owner of, uh, a co-owner of a family business in Botswana um, that uh, is a hospitality and tourism uh, industry. And I know the ropes and um, how it is to build companies within the in the region, we, we employ about 65 people in, in Botswana, and we're also expanding as well in that country. But that all derived from passion um, and, 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 and building the African story uh, in terms of what I would say. I love that. I mean, yeah, I never think of passion as the primary motivator, but I really think that's a beautiful way to put it. And being a shareholder in this, you know, family-run business in Botswana, how is that? Would you say like working with your family is easy, you know, hard? What is it like? You know, how how did you get started with that? Was that something that your family had or you helped, you know, develop? You know, family businesses are created more out of love um, to extend, to build, and to provide. So some, some businesses are success stories, some are not. But we've been able to thrive, survive, and employ a number of people within the country. So we are a small family of four people. 
um, my mother, my father, my brother and I. So we've always been close. When I say following passion should be a driver, sometimes not. I think following what, you know, makes you excited, you know, um, sometimes your passion can, can, can make you unhappy. Um, but, you know, it's, it's an up and down experience, but you really have to um, understand that you have to wake up every day to follow a goal, to pursue something, to make something happen, to change. When you know you're developing something and changing someone's lives, that's, that's a huge difference to just following passion because following passion is about you. But following a bigger picture, like changing a community, a society is more than you. It's about building something bigger and it's not selfish. It's, it's giving back while building as well. Yeah, no, I, I think that's really beautifully said. Thank you for that advice. I will definitely keep that in my back pocket. <laughs> um, <laughs> kind of going back to Franklin a little bit, um, when you think about Franklin, what's the thing that, you know, you miss the most or what's something that you look back and with so much joy? So much joy was just so many international people from different backgrounds. And a lot of them were from really good backgrounds, you know. And sometimes when you're young, you don't recognize that because maybe you're from similar stages of life, but it teaches you a lot about, you know, people from Jordan, from Iran, from the Americas, from London, and, and that we, we, we are just there to learn and, and, and become better. And that's what I liked about Franklin University. And, and I think that was the, a positive thing, including the fact that they involved academic travel. They knew the importance of going to different countries and showing people that actually this is how life looks like in this country. You know what I mean? Yeah. Versus watching TV, which can show you sometimes a small snippet of, of a, a particular country, which may not be the, the full picture that you could see. So that was a beautiful thing about Franklin. Not only that, Lugano is a beautiful city. I mean, really, I dream <laughs> you're, you're close to Milan, yeah. you're in Switzerland. Uh, Lugano is beautiful. And, you know, it, it doesn't snow too much. It's in the valley. Um, so sometimes the luxury of that. Yeah. yeah. There's a luxury of that. And sometimes people take advantage of it and think, there's something better out there, but really it's a beautiful place to study. Yeah. And it's a nice place to have as like a sort of home center where you know it, you know your way around. And 
if you were to ever need a place in Switzerland, you could be like, oh, you know, I know Lugano, like it's a, it's a really nice place. It is, it is. Um, when you were at Franklin, what was like the most popular hangout? Where would people, you know, go? Oh, there was um, a baguette store where we would get sandwiches mm. nearby our um, where we boarded at and slept at. I forgot the name. <laughs> is it uh, is it near a post office? I think so. Yeah. Okay. I I mean, it might be. Uh, now it's called Lazzamore Roberto's. All right. Like Capuccino yes. or something, but I think it's the same thing because it's also very popular yes. now. Yes, and you'd get good sandwiches there yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. iconic. There, yeah. And then, and then there was always like a yearly fashion show. <laughs> yes, of course. Does that still happen? <laughs> yes, it really. I mean, so far, I. I don't think it's happened within my university, but I've heard of it. I've heard of the okay, iconic. Okay, <laughs> yeah. So, um, oh no, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed, I enjoyed uh, Lugano. I enjoyed, I, I enjoyed, uh, you know, the Italian speaking area, you know, my Italian isn't as great as it was then, but, <laughs> you yeah. know, there's some names I could remember better uh, when I was there, but there was the la a lady who always made the best sandwiches for me to take away. I forget her name, but they were always handmade. The bread was handmade. Um, and I stayed in, I forgot the name of, of, of the, um, boarding place I ended up staying in, but it used to be a hotel. Mm, ironic. Uh, yes, yes. Ironic. Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. And then I had my own room and bathroom and, uh, every other weekend, my friends and I would then go to Milan to to go shopping <laughs> it's so easy. so yeah it was a great experience honestly it was yeah well thank yeah. you so much for being on the podcast it was wonderful to get to know you and hear your stories and yeah it's just really been a pleasure so thank you so much thank you for having me yeah of course well Stay tuned for next week. Thank you so much for being a part of this interview and uh, hopefully we'll speak again. All right then. Cheers.